Hey guys, welcome to the Catch Up Time podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa McDonald, and thank you so much for listening in on today's episode. The world is a different place than it was just a few short months ago, and what people need now is some hope, some uplifting stories, and knowing that we're not alone in this. On my podcast, I'll be shining the spotlight on real people who have been personally affected by the pandemic in order to gain a new perspective and understand how they've adapted to meet the new world. We'll focus on a bright future, highlighting personal experiences before, during, and after COVID changed everything. We're all learning to live with our new normal, and it's easy to focus on the negativity going on in the world right now. Make sure to listen in and hit subscribe to the Catch Up Time podcast, where each week I hope to bring you some brightness and positivity to light up these uncertain times that we're all living in. All right, let's get started. On today's show, we're speaking with Catherine Quigg, Global Conference Manager with Conference Direct, based out of Zurich, Switzerland, for the last eight years. We met back in 2017 when Catherine was actually one of my clients when we worked together to plan some events at my hotel here in Orlando, Florida. We corresponded via email and spoke on the phone for months and months before finally meeting face-to-face when we soon discovered a shared love of good conversation and good wine. (laughs) As we'll soon hear, she is one of the folks whose entire livelihood was impacted by COVID-19 and the subsequent shutting down of the entire event industry. We'll hear how she's pivoted and made use of new skills in order to persevere and evolve in these ever-changing times. I love hearing her unique point of view as a girl originally from Washington, D.C. to now being a world traveler living abroad, learning how to juggle multiple time zones and all of the logistics that come with being an event and conference planner. You can find Catherine on LinkedIn by searching Catherine Quigg, that's Q-U-I-G-G, but don't worry, I'll link it in the show notes for you below. All right, let's catch up with Catherine. Hello. Hey, can you hear me? I can hear you. <gasps> there you are. Yeah. Oh, hey, look where you are. It looks I know, very fancy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I couldn't get my screen to change like that. It said I don't have like the right camera or whatever. Oh, we are. Give it a go. Yeah. Well, hi, look at you. It's so nice <laughs> to see you. So nice to see you. How is everything? Oh, man, everything's good. Everything's good. I have such an interesting, like, your path getting to Zurich, I want to totally talk about like how did a girl from the United States um, get all the way out to Europe? And I mean, you've told me this story, but if you want to share with our listeners, I mean, you followed a boy to my understanding. (laughs) You could say, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So long story short, um, came for marriage, staying for business. (laughs) Um, No, I I used to dance professionally on cruise ships um, and um, I met my um, ex-husband at the time on cruise ships um, and he was a casino dealer and he had a friend that said, hey, um, Switzerland's pretty amazing. You should come get a job here and check it out. Um, Well, I got the job and obviously I was freaking out because... I don't know any German, French, or Italian, which are the main languages here. And um, obviously at that point, I was still just a dancer um, and um, I decided to give it a shot for two years. We came out here and at that point I decided that was when um, I decided to join Conference Direct. Um, And um, it kind of all took off from there. yeah, eight years now. Wow. Is that incredible? It must I, be, I mean, it, 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 eight years sounds like such a like large amount of time to be somewhere. Um, do you miss the United States, or do you? Um, <laughs> I'd be curious. Well, yes and no. Yes, I miss the states. I miss my family. I miss some of the conveniences that you know that uh, we do have in the U.S. compared to. Um, you know what we have here you know little things that you take for granted just being able to go to the shop at you know 10 11 o'clock at night or even on a sunday 
like that was what was so hard for me to like get used to like you know sometimes Sundays are my only free days to like go and get errands and things done and then next thing you know it's like oh nope Sunday is a day of rest <laughs> no. oh, is that right stores are not open on no 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 um, there are some stores that are open. Normally it has to be like in a train station or something like that, um, or the oh, airport. Really? But like, if you just go down the street to any normal grocery store or any normal shop, they're all closed on Sundays. That's something I didn't know that because yeah. it's so funny when here, like, um, did you ever go to Chick-fil-A? I don't know if you have Chick-fil-A out there. No, we don't here. have Chick-fil-A out here. <laughs> okay, well, we're big fans of Chick-fil-A. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but they like are closed on Sunday and it seems sometimes that the day you want it, it's like it's closed Yeah. every Sunday. I mean, for all of those places to be closed, that must be, must be such like a, a challenge and probably something that you had to get used to right off yeah. the bat. Yeah, for Super sure. Interesting. Are restaurants open or any other shops? Yeah, or... normally restaurants, most restaurants are open on Sundays. Normally their closing days are Monday, Tuesdays. Um, so, um, that's pretty, pretty typical. Some restaurants will maybe close on Sundays, but it's pretty, pretty rare. So. How interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's very, so other than that, other like cultural challenges or anything that you like observed? Oh, in, I mean, yeah. language, of course. I mean, I just tried to make a doctor's appointment today and, um, they wanted me to write in via WhatsApp. Um, so I wrote in on WhatsApp, but I wrote in English and they basically just sent me a message back saying, sorry, we don't speak English here. So oh. um, I guess I'm not going to the doctor. <laughs> Is he? I mean, so have you, I mean, I'm sure you've picked up like phrases here and there, but uh, yeah, the no, I'm. I, I'm definitely, I'm uh, German is uh, my level of converse is like conversational. Right. Um, I can get by, but I prefer to speak English if I can. I, I'll get it taken care of. I'm not really worried about it. It was, I was trying to go see um, somebody new instead of having to travel to go to this particular appointment. So are they anyways. doing telemedicine over there? Are you able to uh, take it, have a face, like a zoom call like this with, with a doctor? Oh, no, I, I know. I doubt it. I don't, mm -hmm. I've not, I haven't heard anything about that. Oh, that's what they're that, doing here. Well, because of COVID, I don't know if right. I'm sure it was a thing before, but even more so they like started seeing patients at home for certain things. Like if you didn't need to necessarily go and see a doctor physically and they like need to examine you, they yeah. would do like a telemedicine call. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. No, they could I, like call in prescriptions and stuff like that. Cool. No, I, I, that would be very convenient. That would be convenient. <laughs> yeah. So then, so like, what are the, like, things that have happened with COVID, like has any, you know, normal situation changed over there? I, I'm not sure like the level of um, normalcy you're experiencing. Well, I mean, the level of normalcy here compared to, I think what you guys are going through right now is um, uh, pretty significant um, in the sense that we are quite a bit more normal. Um, you know, all shops, restaurants, everything, bars, clubs, even, are open again obviously under um some some restrictions a lot of like especially restaurants bars clubs you have to register to get in register meaning as in you scan a qr code you put in all your details and everything like that so if there is a case that does end up happening you get contacted you know to say that you've been you've been in close contact with somebody um there are restrictions on numbers um some restaurants, bars are doing, um, you know, like table service only, um, that kind of thing. Um, but in bars, restaurants, clubs, whatever, you don't actually have to wear a mask. Mm -hmm. um, but in um, all public transport, which is obviously huge here, not unlike kind of the US, public mm -hmm. transport and um, inside any shops like grocery stores, um you know pharmacies anything like that you do have to wear a mask um, but in restaurants you don't have to even when you're like when you're seated when you're seated at your table i can you know understand that but even so when you're no, walking and stuff even or? when you're walking in you're not you don't have to wear a mask so i wonder it's kind how of, they make the different yeah i yeah, wonder how they make know. the difference like it's you're in an inside place like for us here you have to wear a mask when you're going to and from like the restroom or getting up from your table um, mm -hmm. when you're seated, you know, you, you can have it off of course, but, um, 
And then in like grocery stores, now it's finally, like it wasn't in the beginning, but now it's mandatory that you have to wear one. And, um, you know, some places are better at enforcing that than others. Some places, you know, and I get it, like it's awkward as like an employee to have to have like that, hey, can you like, you know, put your mask back on? But I will tell you, I just took uh, my son to Disney a few days ago and I was shocked how compliant they are being and I'm sure it's a huge liability if they were to have one case break out there I mean it'd be a huge story so like they need to be as careful as possible but I had you have their rules there is that you have to be stationary to have a drink of water or like have a snack or be eating or whatever you can't be walking and eating so like if you're walking you have your mask on if you are stationary and take a sip you can take your mask off but I had somebody Mm -hmm. one of the like you know cast members uh, yell over to me from like a shop as I was walking. I was taking a sip of water, and she's like, "You need to put your mask back on." I was like, "I'm like, okay, okay." I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm just taking a sip of water. It's like 90 degrees. You yeah, yeah, I'll put it back on. So, yeah. but they are oh, much crazy. more strict about it here. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's taking my son to the uh, the museum. They're going to the science center today. So. Oh. We've been trying to like get out and do things and you know, it's been a few months of just staying home and really being contained to our house. So it's, you know, we're taking it to Disney. We're just trying to like do stuff and keep busy and make the day go. It does make the day go by faster, but yeah. um, But I mean, so you were furloughed. I mean, you you kind of like are your own contractor just to like switch gears and talk about work and Mm -hmm. stuff right now and the, the state of things. So you're a contractor with conference direct is that my understanding yeah so um i i kind of more consider it self-employed um even though even though i have conference direct kind of as my overhead company mm-hmm. i create generate all of my business and all my own income understood um, so yeah. with that being said as a conference planner are you mm-hmm. seeing any of these things i mean everything has been halted i imagine Yeah. um, To be honest, um, basically in a matter of two weeks, the entire industry completely changed. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, it was March. I was looking forward to having, um, you know, a few back to back really big programs in May. My summer was looking like it was going to be packed. Um, I was actually kind of almost dreading how much work I had on my plate at that point. Um, But in literally like i said in a matter of two weeks it was all gone um i get i had like literally yeah it's like insane yeah and you know um our our customers were were great and understanding and you know paid for our services you know up to the time that we you know for the hours that we have worked and everything like that but obviously it was you know a force majeure situation and the fact that nobody could help anything so it's it's not really like you could um you know request further funds than actually the work that you've done um, but even even with that, um, a large majority of my business is hotel sourcing and uh, contracting. And um, I work on a commission basis in that sense. So if those events don't happen all the time and hours that I you know, spent to contract um, those hotels or event venues for my customers, if those events don't actually happen, then I don't get paid. So not only was it all of my conference management, logistical planning um, business that was gone, but basically all of my um, site selection and sourcing business was also um, gone as well. Um, You know, in March, May, um, we were still looking forward to things kind of coming back from um, the beginning of the fall, which is now. (laughs) And um, to be honest, I have, one live event that's still happening in the year of 2020. And it's actually Conference Direct's um, annual partner meeting. Um, It was originally supposed to take place the first week of May. It got pushed to the end of August, which then got pushed to the end of October. Um, Luckily, uh, Las Vegas governor had given the go ahead with certain restrictions and number of people. Um, allowed to be in the conference room at one point. So um, it is going on ahead as a hybrid event. 
Um, so explain that real quick, just to happen when you say they've lifted the restrictions. So how many people can be in a room at one time there? Um, as of right now, I understand it's a total of 300 plus um, staff. Okay, that's significant because here, yeah, at least the last time I checked, it was 50. You could have 50 people, the right. largest group. And that's and that's what it was previously, okay. which we were waiting for the change to oh, see if it would though. happen. That's great. Yeah. That's yeah. A lot more. And then yeah. I imagine there'll be still people virtually chiming in and Correct. participating. Correct. Okay. So we'll have about 75 associates of Conference Direct attending the meeting and about 75 um, partners attending live. Um, and then we probably have about another hundred, so another 50 associates, another 50 partners probably attending virtually. Um, which is, which is great, um, you know, but of course, you know, this is nor normally a, you know, 1200 person event. Right. Um, so it's, you know, a pretty significant change. Listen, you're um, making the best of it though. That's pretty incredible that yeah. at least it's still happening. And with that, I mean, 300 people is still significant compared to what it had been for so long. And I mean, that's, I imagine what's taking up the majority of your time. Are you, the, are you planning that event? I am planning it. Yep. We're working on it right now. And of course, uh, you know, um, I guess it was either early next week or late the week prior was when we got the final word that we were able to go ahead. So now it's just a mad scramble to kind of finalize everything. You know, and the event starts October 21st, I think oh, wow. I'm off the top of my head. So unfortunately, though, yeah. Unfortunately, though, I won't be able to be in attendance, um, you know, based upon location and quarantine rules. I would have to quarantine for a month out of my life to go on site for an event well, for right. three days. <laughs> That's exactly what I was wondering. Are you going to be able to go on site? Are travel restrictions lifted for Europe to your to United States travel or no? Um, no. So as of right now, um, I mean, I could go back to the States um as a u.s passport holder but um i would need to quarantine for two weeks to being public um and then once i flew back to switzerland i would still have to quarantine for another 10 days so that's almost a month of my life which i'm not really willing to to uh to give up so no it doesn't seem worth yeah. it i mean and the fact that you can do it all virtually i mean there'll be long mm -hmm. days and nights i imagine especially with the time change because yeah, yeah. right now it's 9 what 17 here and yeah. a.m <laughs> 3 17 p.m here so <laughs> almost the end of my day on almost <laughs> right all right tgif so i should switch yeah. my coffee to a beer is what you're saying yeah <laughs> happy hour it could be it's happy almost hour. happy hour yeah. So, so how does your family like that you have here? Like when you speak to them, is the time change so challenging? I have a friend in fact, that's in uh, Seattle and mm -hmm. just the three hours from where we are here in Florida challenges me. Yeah, yeah. And I do have a lot of clients, especially Conference Direct being an internal client of ours, um, you know, they're based on the West Coast and that's nine hours. Um, so I had a phone call last night at 8 p.m. You know, 9 p.m. phone calls aren't, aren't you know, aren't unusual to me. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of, you got to make it happen, you know. So your hours are all over the place then? Yeah, yeah. No but doubt. I'm used to it though. Yeah. And I'm more of a night person too than a morning person. So oh. I like to sleep it. Well, that, that works out perfectly. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> That's so funny. So yeah. when you have this conference that you're planning virtually, one challenge, <laughs> then yeah. two challenge, you are in that time change. like. How do you manage this? Like, what are you, are you just constantly in touch with the people? You said it's in Vegas? Yeah, it, yep, okay. the event's in Vegas. Um, yeah, we've been having some phone calls here and there. Um, I do work with a team um, uh, to plan this event, so that's helpful. Um, it's not, you know, all on my shoulders. Um, uh, my team being my mom, my sister, and my brother. <laughs> um, uh, our nickname is Team Quig. Um, so we're all kind of pitching in to, you know, get the work done. I handle particularly for this event is their, um, their audiovisual production general session. Um, so I coordinate with the AV team and um, that is actually probably um, the biggest challenge this time around because we do have to add in that whole virtual component of right. um, 
you know, broadcasting, we'll have virtual speakers and everything like that. So, um, and that's all new to me. Um, so it is a, a learning process and taking a bit more time and energy than, you know, it normally would. Um, and in a lot shorter time frame at that. So um, yeah, it's it's been a busy few weeks, um, but um, I'm sure we'll be able to pull it off. Oh, I'm sure you will be. I'm sure you will be. You put in a lot of hard hours and a lot of work, so I'm <laughs> yeah. sure it'll, it'll get knocked out of the park, but it's just so interesting. Um, all of the different ways that our industry is changing right now and mm -hmm. how you're having to figure out uh, as you go, like how, how to maneuver through it all. And, yeah. you know, you're taking, you were telling me you were taking like some sort of like webinar class or training classes. Is that to further your knowledge of like the AB? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, so I started, it was the first time that I've ever had so much time on my hands. Um, I decided to dedicate some time towards um, getting my CMP, which is a certified meeting planner. Um, basically, it's a textbook um, and you study the textbook and you study the vocabulary and you take a test. <laughs> and if you pass, you pass. If you don't pass, you don't pass. But if you do pass, you get some cool little letters next to your signature line. So listen, um, I've, yeah. <laughs> I've had a lot of friends take that test and it's it's actually like, you know, not as easy as it sounds. Like, no, it's, you, it's actually not, which I've discovered over the past weeks. So. Well, it's a lot of math is my understanding. It's like a yes. lot of like trying to calculate. Well, and I imagine what's very interesting is that whatever you learn now might just be changing. Like all those standards in place about how many people can fit in a room and how many gallons of coffee did per each person. Like that's probably one of the things that's going to be changing with COVID. Um, yeah. How many people can fit in a room? Are you having to in Vegas, like change, like uh, space out everybody six feet apart our in the room, room? Our room sets. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Normally we would sit classroom style um, for the associates, um, you know, which would be, you know, two to three people per six foot table. Um, two people, you know, if you want to be comfortable, um, but that's two people per six foot. And now we're required to be six feet apart. So um, our room setup now is looking like each person will have their own small cocktail round. Um, they'll each have their own chair and their own space and everybody will be distanced six feet apart. So, um, and that's how it'll be set up for meals as well, um, it, you know, just a very, very different kind of feeling of a face-to-face -face meeting when you're used to um, going to these events for networking purposes and really um, enjoying the interaction of meeting colleagues, talking about best practices and stuff like that. But, you know, it's a lot different when you're shouting six feet away at the one person that might be able to hear you, but you got a mask on <laughs> and there might be music playing in the background. Like, I, you know, it's, it's just a, it's just a whole new way of life that, yeah. um, we don't know exactly where it's headed. Um, where do you see like the future of meetings going? How long do you even just, you know, just as an estimate, like, what do you think the like projections are as far as getting things back to normal, like how they were? I think we're going to see in the coming months, um, well into 2021, things going a lot more um, sticking either virtual or going into the hybrid um, uh, platform in terms of part live, part virtual. Um, people that feel comfortable traveling versus people that rather still stay at home. Um, you know, I, I definitely think we'll see a lot smaller events, you know, some of those large um, conferences, exhibitions that we're used to seeing you know, come through on an annual basis. I don't think that those will be happening, which is, you know, not only difficult for us as the events industry, but, you know, people that rely on being able to, you know, exhibit or, um, you know, use those conferences to touch base, make connections for sales, networking and stuff like that. It's, it's, um, it's different, um, you know, there are virtual platforms out there now that you can have, you know, virtual trade show booths and you can still, um, you know, exhibit your materials and talk to people, meet people, but you know, it, it's, it's just not the same. I mean, last time I saw you, you and I were sitting at a bar at the Marriott in um, Florida having a glass of wine and now we're here talking through the computer and it's just, it's not the same. 
I'm going to sit at the bar with you again and have a glass of wine. (laughs) I I, I feel terrible. I really need to switch out this glass of coffee. I got to get a cocktail. I I probably should have been prepared, too. I mean, I'm almost ready, so. (laughs) I I could fast forward through the day. We can can have a this, Especially with this background. I should have a corona. I know. I tell you what, it does take me away. I got to figure out how to do that. You look very, very relaxed. (laughs) (laughs) Versus Maybe a little little overdressed with the sweater, but. Oh, how's the weather is it has it been nice there it's it's been okay it's definitely fall now um you kind of have to um uh whenever there's a sunny day get outside yeah um are they far and few between at this point at this point yeah the weather hasn't been too too cold um but the rain is definitely definitely set in so it's it's fall it's a rainy it's a rainy fall season for you yeah, it's been over the past like two, three weeks. Um, you know, I, I don't mind fall, but I like fall when there's still sun and, you know, nice crisp air and you can go outside and enjoy, you know, um, a walk or something like that. But well, it looked like you had it looked like you had a really nice summer, though. I tell you what, I had been. Oh, yeah, I have, <laughs> I have been following you and the pictures <laughs> and the videos that you share of where you live. You said this was your backyard and I'm like, beyond jealous i feel like i'm living vicariously when i watch your videos i'm like oh we're doing it wrong like this is not (laughs) that background's not real you could literally just be you totally could just turn your camera around to like your actual backyard and it would be a a postcard yeah well you don't want to see what's behind me right now it's my room and it's a disaster so (laughs) no (laughs) hence the reason for the green screen um but no yeah no it's been amazing and you know i i do have to be thankful um you know the one thing that i probably am most thankful for you know in the whole covid times is just the first opportunity that i've had to breathe in a really really long time um pretty much since i moved here and hit the ground running with conference direct it's just been go 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 um and you know i i've never really knew what switzerland was until this time and so i've really been lucky to have been afforded the time to be able to get out to explore and to you know see what Switzerland really has to offer I mean eight years and I had no clue that a lot of this stuff was here like yeah well you're definitely using your time to your advantage I tell you what because the picture like your adventures are just you just went camping I couldn't help but snoop but I wasn't snooping I was stalking that's what it's called that was (laughs) yeah that was right when they had lifted all the restrictions to go to France and Spain so it was in uh, July um, me and some friends um, rented a car, packed it up, and went to France and camped in France for a few days. No big deal. And then a few of us, <laughs> a few of us, kept driving, ended up in the north of Spain, and surfed for two days, and drove back. Unbelievable. So, yeah. When are yeah. you ever gonna have this much time to like do these sorts of adventures and have fun like that? No. Who knows? Yeah. I never. It, it, this time has given us the opportunity to reflect and like really see what's important. Like, you know, when you, when things return to like some sort of normalcy with your events, you know, your event schedule, do you still see, you know, taking the time to, to relax and enjoy like where you are and slow down? Are you going to pick back up? Like, do you think that that life before COVID was, um, maybe a little bit too busy and stressful and like now you're able to relax and you see it like differently or um yes and no because one I do kind of miss it you miss the go 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 I miss the go 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 um I am definitely I think a little bit more productive when I know I have to get stuff done (laughs) um when I know I have a little bit more time and a little bit more leniency um I tend to be a little bit more I don't want to say lazy but I'll take my time be like oh can I afford to go on a hike today and maybe only work two hours this evening yeah let's do it Mm -hmm. or you know um you know you work three two hours but then maybe you miss the prime hiking time you know when the sun's you know out nice and warm so um you know, I, I, I think before um, I would put a lot on my plate because I always knew things like this could happen. You never know when an event 
could cancel or um, and especially in the way that I work in terms of being independent and being commission based is that, you know, if those events don't happen, I don't make I don't make an income. Um, so it, it becomes difficult for me to turn things down because you don't know when things could be taken away. So you kind of protect yourself a little bit in that sense. Little did we know that it was all going to be taken away from us. But, you know, um, I definitely think that, you know, at this point, I'm just eager and willing to get back into it. You know, we'll kind of, you know, play it by ear in terms of um, how much it will come back. And I think it's, I think it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be some time before we get back to what it is. Um, and again, too, with the whole virtual component, I probably see myself not traveling back to the U.S. as often um, as I had previously. I, I was traveling back to the U.S. almost once a month, mm -hmm. at least once a month, um, which is which is big because that's that's the long haul flight and. Um, uh, time differences are pretty crazy. I basically used to be jet lagged my all, all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember but, talking um, to you about your travel yeah. schedule. It was intense. Like you were yeah. constant, and it sounds glamorous when you think about it. But then when you like, you know, or when you hear about it, but when I'm sure when you're living in it, like it does get like I'm sure exhausting. Like the back and forth like that. I mean, yeah. you you probably racked up a good amount of frequent flyer miles. And you could go I know, anywhere in the world. The <laughs> this year was the first year I made it to 100K on United. Oh and of course, now I haven't flown in seven months. It's just like that. Oh, man. Just as you reach Where that like level. Go? I know. I know. You'll, next time you'll get to go to like the club lounges and things like that. You'll get upgraded to first class. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not really that big of a deal. It's just like... You flow so much, flew so much that you finally get, you know, the perks of the flying. And then now it's just like, oh, okay. I can, I can well. see though. I, I mean, I miss the go, go, go as well. I think that, you know, keeping busy is um, good for me. And like you said, I can tend, I tend to let things go longer than they probably should. Or, well, I could put that off, you know, that there's no deadline, you know, nothing was like urgent during this time nothing mm -hmm. has been urgent i mean this call that we have set up you know we set up last week was like really the only thing on my calendar which you know i told you from the get-go like pick a day because you're busier than i am because that's mm -hmm. just kind of life right now and just having that one thing on my calendar though gave me something to look forward to that you know i was excited to talk to you i have you know we have so much to talk about and catch up on i mean we've always had such lovely conversations and like hearing from your perspective what life is like over there and being that you're from the united states originally and you've you know become a world traveler and you're living abroad now like your perspective is so unique and it's something i don't hear every day and i imagine like not many people um have you know friends who maybe maybe not but that have friends like abroad and you know you can share such insight um so i really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today and you know just you know share your opinion but it'll be very interesting to see where the industry goes in the next few years uh, are you optimistic and i mean just the fact that like so many things are still moving ahead it must give you some optimism Oh, I, uh, of course I'm optimistic. I don't think anybody wants this to continue in this manner. Of course there are super extreme introverts, but you know, anybody in um, the hotel meeting and event tourism industry, you can't be. But even, even for that matter, if you're attending conferences, um, you know, as an exhibitor, as an attendee, and you're there for, you know, whether it's even personal development of there for sales, there for, you know, whatever, you, you kind of need those connections. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that a virtual meeting replaces a face-to-face -face meeting at all. Um, there's just something more personable about meeting somebody face-to-face, -face, um, something more memorable um, that you can take things away from and actually go and act on them. Whereas, you know, I, I mean, I'll just say it as an example, um, webinars that I have listened to over these past few months, I, I, I see myself, my mind's wandering. 
you know, I, I can't focus on a computer screen. It's just like, you know, in the evening when you're at home watching TV or watching Netflix and you're checking your phone or, you know, um, talking, you're talking to your husband or whatever, you know, it, it's hard to focus on something unless it's right in front of you and you're being engaged in a more um, impactful manner. Um, and I feel like with the, the virtual world, you just don't get that same vibe as you would with a, with a face-to-face interaction. So yes, I am hopeful and I am optimistic. Um, I do think it will end up going back to the way it was, or at least, you know, as best as possible. Will it take time? Yes. You know, will it maybe not go back to the way it was until, you know, we do find a vaccine? Yeah, maybe. When is that going to be? Who knows? But, um, you know, for the time being, we just got to keep on keeping on. I don't think that the meeting and event industry is going anywhere. Um, I just think it's really hurting, hurting right now. It's hurting. And as you go, as you've learned along the way, like, you know, so many things are having to pivot right now. Um, it's true. You can, you know, we're sitting in our own homes and, you know, there's still, you know, like things going on outside of, you know, our doors where if you were face to face with somebody in a conference room, like there is no other choice but to focus on what's in front right. of you. Um, and yeah, I think that that is true. Like they're not, it, it, the meeting and event world is not going away. It's just going to have to like be put on pause and, and changed for a little while. But I am hopeful that it does return because, you know, it was our life. I mean, I loved, like you said, like, you know, there aren't many, well, I'm, 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 you know, we're, we're speculating, of course, you and I are very out, you know, outgoing and extroverted yeah. people. So we <laughs> yeah. surround ourselves, I'm sure, with like very extroverted people. And like, I, I don't know anybody who wouldn't want to like be rather, you know, in person with somebody. I mean, my husband doesn't love like, you know, he doesn't love not socializing, but he's like, very happy to just be home or like, you know, see people once in a while. Whereas I'm like, this is, this is why I started the podcast. Cause this is what I yeah. missed. Like if I can make a job out of like literally talking to people all day, it's like, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I could do that. <laughs> so it's, it's like, you know, to get back in face to face with people and, and to, you know, even now, I, it'll be so interesting, I'm sure. Are, is your family members that are in the United States, are they going to be in person? Like your mom and your brother, are they going to be in person at the conference? Um, my mother and my sister will both be in person at the conference. And then my brother is actually gonna be the one to run it virtually. Um, I actually am running a separate virtual meeting um, that is another one of our clients. Um, and it just made more sense time-wise to have my brother who's on the East Coast run it virtually than me, nine hours difference, where the other um, customer event's gonna be a six hour time difference. No, totally. I get I get three hours back a day. <laughs> so you have two events going on simultaneously. <laughs> holy moly. Yeah, we do, yeah. Oh, you are right. You really can't turn down work, can you? <laughs> no, I, I, I can't, we can't, we really can't, you know? Um, I did uh, I did a virtual event actually this past week, which is why I ended up having to postpone um, our discussion last week, just because we were kind of finishing up, wrapping up all that. Um, and my hours this week running this event was from um, on Tuesday, well, Wednesday morning from 2 a.m. to 10 a.m. And then I worked again from uh, 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. So, I got to feel what jet lag felt like again for the first time in about seven months. I was like, oh, that feels nice. And no, it doesn't feel nice, but like that's what it feels like. I imagine it took you some time to get back into like the swing of things. Your mind, it must be. I'm still getting back to it, but I got a good night's sleep last night. So yeah. those are funny hours. That's like the night audit shift at like a hotel. Like yeah. you work from 11 p.m. until whatever, 7 or 8 a.m. And your yeah. days are nights and your nights are days. It's like having a newborn baby. It's yeah. Backwards. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. But so yeah. that's something. But it's wonderful that your family is like your they're your team members yeah. and you guys have built this team. How long have you all been working together? Um, let's see. Um, I mean, I've my sister and uh, my mother um, have been working with them for eight years now. 
And then I guess my brother joined the team probably about four or five years ago. So we've we've been a team for a while. Um, it works really nice because, you know, we really trust each other. Um, we're good at, you know, kind of delegating, you know, based upon who kind of excels and what, um, which is which is great. Um, and, um, you know, we're able to divide and conquer so we can take on more business, but, you know, still, um, still got each other's back if we, if we do need support. So, yeah. Your, my favorite line from you guys is that it's time to make the donuts. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, how did that start? Um, so it actually started, um, and I keep saying my mother, but I'm going to call her Mary because we always call her Mary. You always call her Mary. <laughs> yeah. I know. Even when we were sitting in, it was, I don't yeah. think I even realized that it was your mom because like, it, maybe I did. I don't know. You just, you always referred to her as Mary. Yeah. You know, in, in a business setting, I think it's a little bit more appropriate to refer to your colleague as Mary instead of, you know, if you're around customers and you know, attendees instead instead of saying, mom, you know, mom, can you help me with this signage or can you do this for me? I don't know. Something no, like that. No, it totally makes sense. So yeah. we've just all, yeah. So we all started calling her Mary. Um, so I guess there was this 1970 something commercial from Dunkin' Donuts that there was this like old man that used to roll out of bed every morning and turn off his alarm and go, oh, it's time to make the donuts and you'd see him going into work and he's making donuts and everything like that. So that's kind of where it came from. And it's just like, Oh, time to get on another flight, time to run another event, time to make the donuts. So that's where it came from. So brilliant. Yeah. Every time I see, I, when, you know, a few years ago, even last year, you know, when you were, be, when you would be traveling, you'd put a Facebook, you know, message up. Or time to make the donuts. That. Yeah, yeah, and it was like your the but this like overarch. That's why I keep doing yeah. it. It was like you're you're traveling from you know the United States back to Switzerland or vice versa. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you were like quite the jet setter, yeah. and I'm sure you know you're itching to get back to the traveling, definitely. But uh, yeah, like I said, yes and no, yes and no. Miss it some, but also. You're happy where you are. It yeah. seems like, you know, Switzerland's like, wh- what better place than there? I mean, goodness gracious, you live in a postcard, yeah. literally. <laughs> it is pretty stunning. It is, yeah. it is. What plans do you have coming up for the holidays? Different, I'm sure. Um, mm, well, Thanksgiving, I don't know. I've never really celebrated Thanksgiving since I've, you know, basically since I've left college. Um, working on cruise ships and being here abroad, like, you know, you, you don't really, it's not that big of the first, yeah. this is probably the first year that you're like able to celebrate holidays. That's true. Like, well, no, because like Thanksgiving though here, like I can't really celebrate here because, um, you know, I have a few American friends, but like, we don't have off, we don't have off that Thursday, you know, we don't have off that Friday. You know, it might just be a weekend, but it's going to be like every other weekend, you know. Um, and then Christmas time this year, as much as I'd love to get home, um, I think I told you before, um, but I bought a, a place in Spain. So I was wondering if <laughs> yeah. that was still happening. I know you were building it the last time we spoke, which... Yeah. When, when did I see you last? It was at that hotel, but when, was that like... It was probably, uh, was it like October or November? It was, yeah, you know what it was because I started my new job in December and it was about that time that I was like still back and forth, not right. sure where I wanted to go. So yes, I think it was like October-ish. So it was yeah. probably, probably almost a year ago that we last saw each other. Um, and so I bought the place um, in June of 2018, uh, but it was in Spain and they were like, oh, it's going to take two years for it to be built. Okay, um, great. You know, Spain, nothing happens fast. So, you know. <laughs> Um, but it's still not completely done yet. Um, it, it's done, I guess. I, I guess they're waiting on their occupancy permit, but you know, it's just been kind of a little bit of a, a headache to be honest with this whole COVID situation and, you know, all the business that I was supposed to have through the end of the year was all the money I thought I was going to be making to be able to put towards the, you know, the, the final value of the home. Um, obviously that's all changed and it's just kind of like, well, you know, if I had known probably two years ago, I probably wouldn't have made this purchase. But, you know, once you've invested, you know, so much time and energy and money already into it, it's, um, uh, it's kind of hard to back out now. So I've kind of had to find some 
different ways to go about um, making it all work out and manage it. Um, but, you know, um, the final occupancy permit to be able to do final inspections is supposed to happen in the next week, two weeks, three weeks. I don't know, sometime, anytime. It could be any day, really. Um, but with Spain being on Switzerland's quarantine list, I could go down to Spain to go see the apartment, but I'd have to come back and I'd have to quarantine for at least 10 days when I came back. So that's another issue um, that, you know, do I have the time in my schedule to be able to do that? I think the first time I'll be able to have time to get down there won't be until maybe Christmas time. Um, so I might be hanging out in the south of Spain by myself for a few weeks. Okay, um, there but, are worse places you could be. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I'd like to spend it with family, but, you know, again, like I yeah. said, that will that might be the first time I might have the opportunity to go down and, like, actually see what I bought. Oh, I'd say. Yeah. I mean, two, two years is a long time in the waiting, yeah. so... That'll Absolutely. be a good Christmas gift for yourself. Goodness. It will be. <laughs> so sure. are you where you are now? Are you renting or you bought you have like you've bought the place you're at now? No. So I'm I'm in a rental right now, just an apartment in, in Zurich. Um, and um, I plan on actually my my goal is actually to stay here in the city and use the, um, the apartment in Spain kind of for now as like an Airbnb, um, maybe a long term rental property um, is what I would like to do. Um, totally. So, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see kind of how it all works out and kind of what happens with the whole COVID situation um, in terms of work and everything. But it's nice to know that I have, you know, a permanent address now within Europe. Um, and especially with a lot of my business being European based, um, it, it, it is very helpful to be on the same time zone as where a lot of my, um, uh, the, a lot of the properties that I do work with are. So. Totally. Yeah, the logistics of your life, your calendar just me like must be like on another level. I don't yeah. know how you keep it straight with like all the different time zones and stuff. I'm pretty good actually at this point, but yeah, I do mess up every once in a while. Like I'm sure yeah. it was a learning curve at the, at the start yeah. of the <laughs> Totally. No doubt about it. Yeah. That's something. How is your family though otherwise? How's everyone doing? Yeah, everybody's great. Um, you know, uh <laughs> my um my sister and her husband and their um, their son actually sold their house in Philadelphia and they're moving this weekend. They're gonna move in with my parents for a little bit. They're trying to get down to back down to Florida actually, but they said they're gonna wait for it to be a little bit, wait for the COVID situation to kind of um, uh, to subside. And then um, my brother who is also in Northern Virginia decided not to re-sign his lease. And these are the two that actually work with Conference Direct. Obviously, we're all having a little bit of, um, you know, issues income-wise. He decided to move back in with my parents. So my parents are gonna have a full house. Um, oh my gosh. And then I have a brother and sister-in-law who had a baby in the beginning of May and they're out in yeah. Denver. And, you know, it's so hard. I have a nephew that I've never met. And, you know, he's already, you know, next month, he'll be six months. and. I don't know when I'll be able to meet them, but yeah, but otherwise everybody's great. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's challenging times. And, you know, when, when the time is right for you to travel again, you know, it'll be so special when mm -hmm. you get to visit with everybody again, for sure. But even them being, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure living in a house with like three different families, technically, like, yeah, you might, you might be better to live abroad yeah. for now until they, you know, all the dust settles. I wouldn't even have a, I wouldn't, I would have to live at our next door neighbor's house. Like if I, if I actually <laughs> did go. Like I literally would have to live across the street. <laughs> oh my god, that'll be fun though. I mean, to have like the grandparents like with the kids. I mean, I'm sure your parents are like gonna, you know, they're looking forward to oh, it. Oh yeah, it sounds like it'll yeah. be a good time for them and, you know, good time for the kids too to like visit with everybody and like really Absolutely. live together. Yeah. Well, it's, that's awesome, and it's so good to see you and you know to hear everything going on in your life. You look great. You sound great. Um, I think that you have a really a positive outlook and that's really what we need right now. And as hard as things probably have, you know, gotten, you know, financially, there is still hope for the future and things will bounce back and, and come back. Um, 
but you know the way you're pivoting and like learning all these different new skills like for the virtual you know being able to host meetings virtually i think is going to be like totally the wave of the future and mm -hmm. that's like where it's going and even if it's a hybrid event just knowing how to do this is going to be a remarkable skill that you can take with you in so many different directions absolutely um, absolutely thank you thanks for having me this is oh cool. yeah <laughs> oh yeah girl no doubt and, and seriously keep in touch be well and uh stay safe it's super great to see you and uh, hopefully we'll get to catch up again soon thanks all the best to you and your family as well and hopefully uh next time we talk well maybe not next time we talk but next time we see each other it won't be over the computer and it'll be at the bar with our glass of wine so all right girl raise a glass yeah, for that. Yeah, i got my coffee yeah. cheers to you i'll get Seriously. mine now okay <laughs> i was gonna say what time is it <laughs> yeah i know almost about an hour almost <laughs> okay almost. take all care right, we'll talk soon bye bye Kathy. bye, bye. Hey, before you go, just a few more things. First off, thanks so much for sticking around till the end. If you liked what you heard and you want to hear more, be sure to subscribe to the Catch Up Time podcast and check back often as we release new episodes. As always, we'll include any links and specifics we spoke about in the show notes below, just in case you missed anything. You can follow the Catch Up Time podcast at catchup underscore time on both Instagram and Twitter. That's K-E-T-C-H-U-P underscore T-H-Y-M-E, like the condiment and the herb. <laughs> I hope our chat today gave you something to think about and that it sticks with you, something you can mull over through the rest of your day. Allow yourself the time to reflect and the grace to discover something new about yourself and about our world. There's a spark inside all of us. Sometimes you just need a little help finding it. All right, then. That's all for now. Thanks again for listening in. Be well and stay safe. I can't wait for us to catch up again soon. <laughs> Bye. The Catch-Up Time podcast is an original podcast recorded and produced in Orlando, Florida. Special thanks to Pink Martini, whose song Hang On Little Tomato both opens and closes our show. You can find out more about Pink Martini on their website at pinkmartini.com. Thanks again for listening to the Catch Up Time podcast. And so I hold on to this advice when change is hard.